0: This is the Casper and Chris podcast
1: from News Talk KBOI, Boise. Part of the show at 336-3700 or toll free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
2: Six oh six up and Adam early uh, this morning. Seventh annual Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots underway again. Started on uh, Black Friday. Nate Shulman was out here to kick things off. Uh, guess who's here again this morning?
3: Um, I'm going to guess Nate Shulman. Nate
2: Shulman is uh, here, and why this is, is it so now. great? I live here. <laughs> His microphone isn't turned on yet. <laughs> no,
4: it's not. Not, not yet.
2: You somebody, barely hear you probably. Oh, wow. You might you oh, might oh, I could
4: fix that. Oh, there there we we go. Are. Well, okay. Well yeah, well sorry about that guys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I live here now. This See? is this is uh welcome to my home. I uh, this is my uh, this is my dining room. We got the uh, living room in the uh, tent over there where you guys don't want to broadcast from, but that's where I'll be doing the show this afternoon. Wow. Got a Christmas tree and everything.
2: You got a Christmas tree this uh-huh, year? Uh-huh. Got a Christmas wow. tree and everything yeah,
4: from but, uh, Scandinavian Designs. But
3: when you're on, the sun's out, so at least you, you've got that.
4: It goes down, too. Well, that's true. But it, uh, it
2: is supposed to get up to a whopping 38 degrees today.
4: Wow. Well, thank you, Tate's Rents, for the propane <laughs> and the heat, and we'd like to thank everyone for the sidewalls. I we'd hear. also like to thank everybody for so far... Uh, we 're knocking on two thousand toys wow for uh, for the weekend uh, which is which is fun because you know pe- when people start shopping on black friday they 're going for the deals for themselves, mm-hmm. but there were people driving up with full car loads. There was a family yesterday it was a grandfather and uh, and and it's five kids, five or six kids uh, staff sergeant is uh, he, he was he was here helping me unload. And, oh, you know, yeah, there were five or six uh, 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 cartloads that they just walked over really? from Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> they just five walked or six <laughs>
3: cartloads?
4: Cartloads. Nice. They, they figured, you know what? What a nice day for a Sunday uh, a Sunday walk. Let's just load up the cart full of toys. Uh-huh. And then another guy dropped off 500 Hot Wheels. Yeah.
3: Is that one hundred and twenty-five, or are you mean actually five hundred cars?
4: Five hundred cars. Okay. Yeah. Because divided by four, it'd be one hundred. I'm going to kick car. you. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying.
4: Some of the some of them might have been trikes. All right. I don't know. All right. I, I I will. You know what? We'll look at all of them as we uh, quality control. The point is, they were all hot. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. No. They no. They were paid for. Were, we don't know that. But <laughs> so that's what we're looking for. We're looking for new, uh, new ungift wrapped toys or books. For the reading initiative and uh, what is it it's it's uh, in the neighborhood of 15,000 kids that uh, that we're trying to take care of again this Christmas there Santa
2: bicycles and yes. for the first time ever if you have a used bicycle you can bring that in because yes. we have the bicycle project who is uh, also teaming up with us this year they'll get those uh, used bicycles they'll refurbish them and make them just like brand new so a kid could have a bicycle. Exactly. they have just got more bicycles. That can uh, and I'll tell you, from my kids, that was one of the biggest, best gifts that they ever received was when they got that first bicycle.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure, they could leave.
2: <clears throat> so the cool thing is, uh, why then if they could leave, why did none of them ever leave? I don't know. I don't know either. Because because of that other you uh, them thing that like they you. need is uh, food and money and clothes sure. and things like that.
4: Also, cash. We, we we do accept cash. We do accept check. If you want to write a check, make the check out to Toys for Tots. F O R Tots.
2: There you go. Um, once so you again, it won't cash if
4: you write the number four. G- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cash goes directly into the ammo box, uh, or you hand it to a marine. Those are the those are the rules of Toy Drive. Yeah. Yep.
2: And for good reason. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, this started, of course, on Black Friday. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. people were going out and, and shopping on Black Friday. Uh, anybody who was out that day or going trying to go to a football game saw the amount of traffic, uh, especially around here, people getting off uh, the connector, people getting off uh, over there on Eagle Road. Um, and I tie that in together because today is Cyber Monday. And it is far enough away, because this goes to Tuesday, December 5th, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to order something, and we're going to talk a little bit about this this morning, there are deals up to 80% off for Cyber Monday uh, on different various sites today, you have enough time to order something today, have it delivered, and then you could still drop it off by next Tuesday and get a fantastic deal on your toys that you are getting for Toys for Tots. Yes. So, take, I like your style. Take advantage of Cyber Monday, which is uh, going on once again already underway. If you're laying in bed listening to us this morning, you can get on one of your shopping sites, order those toys, and they'll be delivered here in the next couple of days. And you mm-hmm. can drop them off and say hi to us here. Once again, we're in front of uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. On Fairview, where we have been since this all began, or is this uh, first year? I guess first course-
4: year we were at the corner of Eustick and uh, and Eagle, right in front of La Peep, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a tent, uh, no sidewalls, no heater, no heater. <laughs> Which is I don't know crazy. who was in charge then, <laughs> Which is just uh, but crazy. that guy uh, that guy got kicked. <laughs> good good crepes, as I recall. Very good crepes. Yeah. Uh, fantastic mimosas. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, All and, I remember is the crepes. You, know, I, you should try the mimosas. Um, oh, I did. That's we, why I don't remember. We also have, uh, we, we, and that was also a three-day uh, toy drive then. Uh, back in the day, it was a three-day toy drive, and then it moved to four days, and then we somehow crept up to 11 days, and now we're going to cap it at 12 days. 12, 12 days, days of, of Christmas. Christmas. 12 days of toy drive.
2: There you go. Yes. And once again, uh, Toys for Tots um, helps basically kids uh, all the way up to riggins mm-hmm. in north central idaho it goes to baker city oregon all the way into twin falls and also northern nevada so you, and you're helping just here i mean this money stays here it doesn't go out nationwide to where you know if you donate toys you know they're shipping toys to yeah, I mean, vermont or something like right.
3: that don't don't worry it's going to go to people in a state you don't like
2: so it's it basically stays right here could be Kids that you know, neighbors that you know, that you yes. had no idea or in need of toys. So, um, I mean, we hear those stories every single year uh, of kids that you know, neighbors didn't even realize that they weren't having toys, and um, realize that toys for tots kind of helps those kids out. So,
4: we actually had a had a family stop by, uh, I think uh, Saturday, and pulled up in a truck, full bed full of toys in the truck. And that's something they had said. They had said when, they had, when their kids were little, they had to uh, participate in the Toys for Tots program. They were recipients. Now that they're doing a lot better, they're giving back. Yeah. So it's really you, cool.
3: You know what participating in this does for everybody who participates? Christmas spirit. Yes. If you didn't have it, you will have it after today.
4: Yes, you do. Here. Yes, you do. Also, we have gifts that we give out from the Marine Corps. We have pens. We have pencils. We have wristbands. Uh, we, we, we have all kinds of stuff.
2: And once again, you're the most important part of this because without you, it it wouldn't happen. You giving us the new unwrapped toys, but it also wouldn't happen. We need to continue to thank our sponsors that helped to make this possible. Huge thank you to Idaho Central Credit Union, who, by the way, has been a a sponsor for all seven years Mm -hmm. that we have had this. Um, So a big, huge sponsor. Also, thanks to Scandinavian Designs, this is their second year. They also donated their warehouse for the uh, Marines for Toys for Tots sorting and distribution, which is a really big deal because even as these toys are coming in now, they're getting sorted, so that they can get out in time for Christmas. This yes. isn't something that they wait. It, it makes it so that the kids are all going to have this well in enough times the parents have them for, uh, in time for Christmas. So thanks to Weathertight Roofing, Kendall Auto Group, um, TDS Fiber. Uh, huge thank you to Bish's RV, where it's nice and warm in here Woo-hoo! today. <laughs> I think it might be about seventy three. It's just absolutely I, beautiful. I
3: love those beaches.
2: <laughs> so thank you once again. Um, we'll be keeping you uh, updated throughout the day. Um, we are already taking your toys. If you want to stop on by on your way to work, please uh, feel free to do that. KBOI News Time is six fifteen. Time for a uh, check on what's going on. Once again with sports, our first update of the day. I'm sure there's nothing going on in sports uh, as of. Uh, oh, just another morning. another quiet weekend in November. <laughs> yeah,
4: put my headset down for this. I don't need to listen to this. It is
2: uh, brought to you by Pork I even Belly get to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the next one, then you can put your headphones down. Uh, it's brought to you by Pork Belly Cuna. Once again, they open up 7 a.m. as they do every day for breakfast, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it is one of those places that you can get breakfast the entire time they are open. Pork Belly in downtown Cuna,
3: Nevada, Las Vegas will host Boise State in the Mountain West Championship football game Saturday at 1 p.m. at Allegiance stadium in las vegas the broncos finished in a three-way tie for first place in the conference with unlv and san jose state and the tie was broken by computer rankings from four different companies wolf massey collie Matrix, and anderson and hester saturday's game will be shown on fox tv the mountain west by the way has seven teams out of 12 that are bowl eligible The Boise State men's basketball team Sunday lost to Butler 70-56 in the fifth-place game of the ESPN Events Invitational in Orlando, Florida. The Broncos got to the fifth-place game by losing to Virginia Tech Thursday, then defeating Virginia Commonwealth on Friday. Against Butler, Tyson Dagenhart led Boise State with 12 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals. Jace Whiting had 9 points and 3 assists, and Omar Stanley had 8 points and 2 blocked shots. Pierre Brooks led the Bulldogs with 25 points. Up next for Boise State is neutral a neutral site game against St. Mary's Friday at 8.30 at the Mountain America Center in Idaho
1: Falls. That's sports.
0: Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon.
1: KBOI. Traffic.
0: 623,
2: once again, we are at the uh, Idaho's largest toy drive. The benefit Toys for Tots going on once again today. Already taking your donations. Uh, if you want to drop them off, bring a new unwrapped gift, toys, or books. We're right in front of Sportsman's Warehouse once again this morning. Trying to fill up uh, a 53-foot trailer. See how many times we can get that.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Once again, if you want to drop off your toys, we are already underway. We're broadcasting live out here this morning. Uh, I have to say, uh, love the game on Friday. First game I've seen this year. Uh, Got to go see the Air Force game in person. Um, And uh, fantastic game. I was encouraged uh, about a couple things. Number one, the size of the crowd. Which, by the way, this crowd brings us to a record number of people who have seen football game at Boise State University this year. We set it's an all-time record. Um, we never, uh, when I say we, I use a collective we, mm-hmm. never had a uh, crowd that was less than 35,000. I think this one was thirty-five thousand, like four hundred, something like that. So just short of a sellout, which is amazing because usually – Uh, The week after Thanksgiving, that game after Thanksgiving, students aren't around, so you lose thousands of people who would normally be going to the game.
3: And it's been interesting, but to be fair, this has been a subpar season by Boise State standards, and usually during a subpar season, the attendance is down a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not not this year. Um, Even the games that, you know, you wouldn't have thought would draw well, drew well this year. Mm -hmm. Um, The other encouraging thing about this, as you mentioned, this was a subpar season, not just for... Boise State fans, I think every football school that we play it would say this was a down year for Boise State, and they're going, finally, Boise State will be out of the Mountain West Championship. This is our... <laughs> what? Son of a beasting! How and, did um, Boise State get a chance to play for the Mountain West Championship?
3: A month of Sundays happened yesterday. Yeah. Actually, on Sundays as a matter of
2: um, There was a, a, you know, a lot of uh, apprehension because there were a lot of people were afraid, oh, San Jose State just... You know was able to beat UNLV, they could jump Boise State, but that it ended up being close. But they did not jump uh, Boise wasn't State their, in the computers,
3: wasn't it? Their sixth consecutive win, also? sixth
2: consecutive win. So that was a big win. Boise State beating San Jose State was a big win uh, mm-hmm. earlier this year. We wouldn't, it, if we wouldn't have lost the Colorado State game on the last play of the game, it also yesterday's game wouldn't or Friday's game wouldn't have uh, meant a whole lot either. That because, is true, yeah. yeah, um. But anyway, Boise State UNLV. This is UNLV's first time in the Mountain West Championship, and they're hosting it. And they are hosting it
3: at the big stadium.
2: Um, if you were wondering if you know, because the season is over, there's a couple games left. Um, it was interesting to uh, hear the locker room. It didn't sound like the players were that excited. <laughs> So, once again, that's not the stadium. That's the locker room (laughs) after the win. So, you could tell everybody was excited. Yeah, kind Um, of
3: subdued, though. The
2: uh, coach was getting a a bath. And uh, congratulations to the team because they've overcome, once again, a lot of adversity. Second... Coach in history to take over midseason and take their team to the mountain or take their team to a conference championship. That's it. Yeah, there's only two in the history that have taken over midseason and taken their team to the championship. So, congratulations, Spencer Danielson. Coaching uh, search still going on. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We've got Bronco Monday coming up here this morning. Bob Beeler will be with us. Uh, We'll talk about the game and the upcoming game against UNLV this weekend. Don't forget, we also have the Treasure Valley Subaru Play of the Game. $50 $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette will be yours we'll do that coming up at about
0: 8:55 this morning. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Broadcasting live once again, 7th Annual uh, Idaho's Largest Toy Drive to Benefit Toys for Tots. And once again, uh, not going to be able to rock around the Christmas tree if you don't have toys in front of the uh, Christmas tree. And that's what this mission is all about. And with us here this morning, not only is it Nate Shellman, Chris Walton, myself, um, we also have Staff Sergeant Justin Steele
5: good morning
2: who, who is with us and you've been involved with toys for tots for how many years total
5: three years total this is my third year
2: third year but your first year here with us correct yes so uh let's let's get a uh talk about how you got started in this and then uh, i'll bring us up to date on how, how you came to be a part of it here in idaho with us
5: okay it was uh 2022 i moved to I, I, i'm sorry it was 2021 i moved to utah And I was involved in the program down there for two years before coming up here.
2: And then for the uh, last year, this is your first year with us once again. Yes. Um, And then you're going to be passing on the torch here not too long from the future because uh, you're going to be retiring from uh, the Marines, correct?
5: Yes. We've got about a year and a half.
2: A year and a half left.
5: And I'll let the young guys take over and (laughs) let them have a good time.
2: Um, what have you seen uh, this year from the uh, collections of toys? Because this is something that, of course, you do not just at Christmas time. Um, you know, this is a mission that goes on all year long. Can you tell already at this point of the year um, if there's going to be a bigger need um, than, than in the past? Or is this something that's just consistent every year?
5: Everyone in the Treasure Valley has been awesome so far this year. Awesome. Uh, compared to coming up from Utah, we we have we have so many volunteers we have so many people already donating looking to where to donate it's it's really amazing everyone around here is is awesome
2: and as we've talked about the the first part of this is of course the getting the toys together and then you have to make sure that all those toys get out to the families that are in need um and and that goes you know right now of course and then after we get done gathering toys people still can donate toys of course um is there a way for people that maybe they can't afford to buy toys, but they still want to help you guys out with your mission? Is, is there a way for those people to still volunteer their time? Or even in addition to donating toys, people want to be involved in this even more. Is there a way to, to volunteer uh, time?
5: Absolutely. Uh, go on any search engine and, and look for Boise Toys for Tots. They'll take you to our website, and you can basically... Put in for put in for a time that you can come down to our warehouse, help sort toys, uh, link up with our distributors, and help help get the toys out in that in that way.
2: All right. Staff Sergeant uh, Justin Steele once again with us this morning. Seventh annual Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots. Uh, thank you for being with us for a few minutes. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking to you throughout the week uh, as we are here. Going to be here till December 5th taking your toys. Already taking toys this morning once again if you want to get those toys dropped off. We're here every day, 6 a.m. till 7 p.m. Toys for Tots uh, once again. It is the seventh annual uh, to benefit Toys for Tots here, are the Idaho's largest toy drive. If you're looking for the place to drop it off, we're on Fairview Avenue in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Thanks again. KBY News Time, 645. Time for another check of what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. The place to go if you're looking for a wonderful breakfast or lunch. They open up in 15 minutes. Don't forget the coffee drive through. Hot drinks, cold drinks, ice drinks, and even uh, energy drinks you can get without even getting out of your car at the coffee drive through Pork Belly in downtown Cuna.
3: The Boise State women's basketball team on Saturday night got by Rutgers 68-65 after losing to Santa Clara Friday 62-52 in the South Point Classic in Las Vegas. Against the Scarlet Knights, Natalie Pascoe led the Broncos with 19 points. Abby Mews had 11 points, 13 rebounds, and 4 block shots. Boise State is 5-1. They will host UC Davis Wednesday at 6.30 at Extra Mile Arena. Monday Night Football will feature the Bears at Minnesota. That'll be at 6 p.m. on both ABC and ESPN. In games Sunday, the Eagles are 10-1 and after beating Buffalo 37-34 in overtime. Denver beat the Browns 29-12. And the Chiefs are 8-3 and after downing the Raiders in Las Vegas. Thirty-one seventeen. That's sports.
0: Day from 10 to 1. It's Dan Bongino.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: And it is Casper and Chris, live and local at the 7th Annual Idaho's Largest Toy Drive. To benefit Toys for Tots. we are in front of Sportsman's Warehouse on Fairview this morning. And uh, taking your toys... If you'd like to drop them off before work, uh, Nate Shulman out there to take your donations. You got a truck load? You got an SUV load? Drop them off. We'll help you unload them and uh, get you on your way just as quick as possible. And once again, this is just uh, not even halfway through. We'll be going through next Tuesday, uh, once again, taking your donations from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Every single day. So bring your new unwrapped gift, toys, books, bikes. Drop them off here. Once again, just got to remind you, new unwrapped toys. Don't wrap them in gift wrapping before you drop them off here at Sportsman's Warehouse. Also on the way for you, listen in just after... 7 o'clock, details, uh, great giveaway we have for you this morning. You'll be texting to win, all right? We can't officially tell you what this is until after 7 o'clock, but we have a chance for you to win coming up. We'll give you all the details here in just about 7 or 8 minutes. Also on the way for you this morning, Trencher Valley Subaru Play of the Game, $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. That will be coming up at about 8 Fifty-five, And then on the way after 8 o'clock, we have a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza. Mm-hmm. For the Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. It is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network for all your real estate needs. Only one number you need to know, and that number is 208-888-4128. All right, our question today to start working on right now, don't call us until about uh, 820. We'll tell you when to call. Uh, all Major League Baseball... Baseball umpires are required to wear the same color underwear. What is the specific reason that they're all required to wear the same color of underwear? Can't wait to hear this. All right. So if you know the answer, stick around. Coming up at about 820, you can hear the reason. Um, If you know the reason, go ahead and be ready to call. you got a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza that could be yours. You can use it at any one of the Blaze Pizza locations across Treasure Valley. Just be ready to call after 8 o'clock. That is uh, Jason Aldean, and we have Jason Aldean tickets to give away this morning. We can officially start announcing it now. Uh, it was a moratorium on it until 7 a.m., um, and the reason we're announcing it is because uh, we're going to give you a first chance to get those tickets this morning. As a matter of fact, right now, if you want to text Jason, J-A-S-O-N, Jason, to 208-336-3700. You're going to have a chance to uh, win Jason Aldean tickets. It's going to be here September 6th, Ford Idaho Center. Uh, great gift for yourself or maybe a stocking stuffer just mm. in time for uh, Christmas.
3: It's kind of funny because anything small people think is a stocking stuffer. Now, I think of stocking stuffers as something inexpensive, you know, very cheap, mm-hmm. like an orange or something like that or a pencil. Uh, some people stuff stockings with uh, diamond rings and yeah, things like that.
2: Really nice stuff. And this is really nice. And you can be uh, one of the first people in the state of Idaho to have your tickets. Chance for you to get your Jason Aldean tickets this morning. Win them before you can buy them. 208 Text Jason. That's all you have to do. And you'll have uh, up until 10 o'clock this morning to do that. Everybody who texts in will uh, be entered in in the grand prize drawing. One person chosen at random to get Jason Aldean tickets. Once again, text away right now. It is officially underway. Text 208-336-3700. We're broadcasting live. 7th uh, annual Idaho's Largest Toy Drive to Benefit Toys for Tots. Once again, we're in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, and a huge thank you uh, every year. Sportsman's Warehouse uh, gives up uh, numerous parking spots. Um, And allows us to also use their facilities. During the
3: biggest shopping uh, Mm -hmm. days of the year.
2: So it's very nice of them to uh, allow us to be parked out here every single year. So we want to give a huge shout-out to Sportsman's Warehouse. And, of course, also uh, our sponsors, Idaho Central Credit Union, Scandinavian Designs, Weathertight Roofing, Kendall Auto Group, also brought to you by Idaho Marine and Canyon Marine, TDS Fiber, bish's rv that's the uh, rv absolutely beautiful rv that we are sitting in in the warmth and comfort this morning and this is where we'll be broadcasting um all week and on into next tuesday that's the final day december 5th uh thank you to utility trailers seventh year of donating their 50 Three foot trailer that we load up the toys in. Taints Rents also uh, donating. This is the sixth year that they've been a part of this, donating the uh, tents, uh, of course, and also um, the sides that hold in the propane and heat. Uh, from the heaters that they also donate. Very nice. Um, so thank you to them. Also, Country Inn and Suites, uh, Eagle and uh, in Meridian. And our uh, television sponsor, media sponsors, CBS2 News. Um, you can watch for updates on CBS2 News. Um, we've been seeing uh, quite a bit of mention that, uh, that this morning as we were watching that too. So once again, we are underway taking your donations and will until 7 o'clock tonight and every day through December 5th. That includes Saturday and Sunday. Uh, It also includes during the game, once again, I want to remind you that we have another football game. There will Mm -hmm. be at least two football games. Think about this. Uh, Three weeks ago, um, there was uh, a lot of thought by a lot of fans that uh, the last game played by Boise State this year would be against Air Force uh, because three weeks ago, didn't even know if we were going to be qualified for a bowl game. Yeah, that's true. We not only qualified for a bowl game, but somehow... um, We find ourselves in the uh, championship championship of the Mountain West, much to the chagrin, I bet, of the entire rest of the Mountain West. It's been a confusing season, hasn't Hasn't it? it? Um, We're almost to the point, I'm wondering, do we need to fire somebody mid-season every year now? Because it's been working with great effect for the last two years. They hired, they, they fired the uh, offensive coordinator last mm-hmm. year, went on to have a great rest of the year. This mm-hmm. year, unfortunately, the head coach was fired. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer Danielson two took and o over. 2-0 since then. 2-0 yeah. since then and made it into the uh, championship, which, I, I mean, when, when all this was happening, you thought yeah, there was absolutely have, uh, no way.
3: HC can mean head coach, and then, you know, uh, OC is offensive coordinator, and we'll have a special... Uh, position next year for SL, which is, of course, sacrificial land. (laughs)
2: Um, Idaho teams, uh, Boise State, not the only team that did well this uh, weekend. College of Idaho, congratulations. Uh, Lit up the scoreboard, record-setting day against Montana Western, which uh, also is great because they played at their uh, place. And during the season, Montana Western beat college of idaho so college of idaho was able to uh rack up uh over 400 yards passing this past weekend build a 28 to 7 halftime lead and hung on so now they will uh face grandview this coming saturday um a- a- in des moines iowa that's where mm-hmm. grandview uh as the second round of the naia football championship uh quarterfinals continues and the idaho vandals will host Southern Illinois at the Kibby Dome this week. Southern Illinois uh, beat Nichols 35 to nothing last week. I,
3: I do like playoffs.
2: Yeah, isn't it fun?
3: kind of kind of wish the uh, you know the, the top division had them too, but we're getting there.
2: Yeah, the top division can't have it because, oh, wait a minute. The lower division has it. How come they can do it? In and fact,
3: every division of every <laughs> sport in the NCAA, except Division One football, has it.
2: Maybe someday uh, the uh, NCAA upper division will uh, figure things out on the field. Um, you want to see a mess, um, it, by the way. Um, there are some things that could happen this weekend that would leave some undefeated teams possibly out of the uh, national championship race. Wow. Um, possibility, uh, you could see a lot of chaos happening uh, this weekend. Um, Georgia and Alabama will be playing in the SEC, and uh, there's a possibility that the loser of that game. Who we still have, have
3: like six undefeated teams, two don't two
2: we? losses. Yeah, the uh, possibility of having an undefeated yep. SEC
3: if you throw in liber- or, uh, Liberty, which is you know, two the- two loss right
2: uh, SEC team, could still make the national championship wow. because all of them are rated above a couple of the undefeated teams, which right. just doesn't seem to make sense. But um, we'll, we'll find out. It'll be uh, a lot of fun this weekend, a lot of football still going on. Uh, and, of course, Boise State uh, takes on UNLV 1 o'clock, and that means pregame here will be taking place beginning at uh, 8 a.m. Yeah, so you'll be able to hear that on News Talk and across our networks once again here on News Talk KBY. It is 7-15. other sports to uh, go over and let's go ahead and do that. It's brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. want to remind you too don't forget to be listening in at eight fifty-five. Play of the Game. Treasure Valley Subaru Play of the Game. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. Listening in at 8-55. This sports update is brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. The place to go if you're looking for breakfast or lunch and don't forget you can get served breakfast uh, at any time. Coffee drive through is open. Everything is dry open as they are every morning at 7 a.m.
3: Nevada, Las Vegas, as we mentioned, will host Boise State in the Mountain West Championship football game Saturday at 1 p.m. at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Broncos finished in a three-way tie for first place in the conference with UNLV and San Jose State. And the tie was broken by computer rankings from four different companies, Wolf, Massey, Collie Matrix, and Anderson and Hester. And, boy, you just can't argue with them, can you? Because you don't know who they are. (laughs) Saturday's game will be shown on Fox TV. The Mountain West, by the way, has seven teams out of 12 that are bowl eligible. The Boise State men's basketball team Sunday lost to Butler 70-56 to 56, in the fifth-place game of the ESPN Events Invitational in Orlando, Florida. The Broncos got to the fifth-place game by losing to Virginia Tech Thursday, then defeating Virginia Commonwealth on Friday. Against Butler, Tyson Degenhart led Boise State with 12 points, seven rebounds, and two steals. Jace Whiting had nine points and three assists, and Omar Stanley had eight points and two blocked shots. Pierre Brooks led the Bulldogs with 25 points. Up next for Boise State is a neutral site game against St. Mary's Friday at 8.30 at the Mountain America Center in Idaho Falls. That's sports.
0: Casper and Chris on Odyssey app.
2: We are News Talk. P.B.O.I. Futures down, down about 70 points across the board. S&P, NASDAQ, all down uh, just ahead of the opening here in about seven or eight minutes. Jeremiah, we always get a look at uh, basically how the economy might be doing by how much money people are spending. And the official start of a holiday shopping season got underway on Black Friday. Can we tell anything as of right now as far as uh, what the spending was on Friday?
6: Yeah, so some initial data came out and uh, Mike, I don't know if you were doing any Black Friday shopping. I know I did a little bit myself all online and it came in better than anticipated, at least from these early numbers that we're seeing. Um, Overall, store visits and online spending grew much more than what we saw last year. So you have Adobe Analytics that is the one capturing a lot of this initial data. And we saw Black Friday shopping increase by 7.5% from last year. That reached a record $9.8 billion. So we almost saw $10 billion of purchasing happening over the weekend. And additionally, Adobe Analytics, they're citing that Cyber Monday today, sales are likely to hit $12 billion, which would be an increase of over 6% from last year. So. And this was being paid a cl- close attention to because, again, we're, we're seeing slight signs. And I don't know if we're necessarily seeing a trend develop, but we're, we're getting some economic data, especially in these past retail sales reports that maybe the consumer isn't spending as much. But clearly, overall, at least from the macro standpoint, uh, individuals were waiting for these Black Friday, these Cyber Monday deals, and they are not disappointing as we're seeing that trend continue. you got a lot of cost-conscious co- consumers right now. And they're searching for the best deals, and they clearly were looking for those primarily on online platforms. So again, um, surprising to see that we're seeing all three major U.S. indexes take a little bit of a break yeah, based on it? that good, uh, based on that good news. I mean, we're seeing a four a four week winning streak. Will that continue based on this week's opening? Um, doesn't appear so. So we'll see how things trend. I mean, no other big news outside of that, but certainly a welcome sight for these retailers. And um, right. I mean, I guess from the greater stance of the economy that the consumer still has money and they are still spending. Just curious, uh,
2: real quickly before we have to let you go,
6: is uh, the
2: spending up because people are buying more or is it because inflation, they're buying the same amount, but it's just more expensive to uh, buy that much stuff as they did last
6: year? Well, I think it's a combination of both, clearly, in my opinion. I mean, especially because they're not, we're not factoring in for inflation. If we're just still sticking to a sheer dollar amount, of course, the cost of, the cost of items are going to weigh on that factor. But consumers are creative. You have a lot of money going into that buy now, pay later payment option, which saw almost $80 million in sales, almost a 50% increase in that um, category of spending. So, Yeah, inflation and also uh, uh, a uh, creative consumer making sure that they can still get those items.
2: All right. Uh, We'll keep an eye on things. It looks like we're going to be opening uh, across the board down, across all three indexes here in a few minutes. Get some updates uh, throughout
1: the day from you and talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.41,
2: Uh, it's the 7th annual Auto's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots underway once again. Got underway, just like last year, on Black Friday, so we are a few days in. Now, the good news is this goes until December 5th, Tuesday, December 5th, and we are looking for you to bring new unwrapped toys or books to us here. You can't miss it if you're coming out on uh, Fairview to Sportsman's Warehouse. We have a 53-foot trailer thanks to Utility Trailer, who has uh, donated their trailer seven years in a row that uh, we fill up, and hopefully we'll be filling up more than once. Uh, But you can see the signs, you can see the uh, RV, you can see the tents all here in front of Sportsman's Warehouse, and we are taking your donations every single morning beginning at 6 a.m. Chris and myself will be broadcasting live from the comfort of the uh, Mm – Bish's RV, it's beautiful not, it's, RV. It,
3: it, it's actually really comfortable. It is. I, I just uh, reclined on that bed back there for a <laughs> few seconds. and,
2: and, and it, uh, I had to wake I, him up.
3: Yeah, I I, I, I actually dozed up.
2: Dude, you're snoring. Um, so come on out and join us. Huge thank you to Idaho Central Credit Union. Uh, they've been involved with us for seven years, the entire time we've, we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Scandinavian Designs, Weathertight Roofing, Kendall Auto Group, and a whole lot more. Most importantly, um, thanks to you over... 15,000 kids of families in need. Church groups are all supported by Toys for Tots, including the Salvation Army, Boise Rescue Mission, and other charity groups in the first six years. Thanks to you, the KVOI listeners, we were able to fill our 53-foot trailer 14 and a half times. Holy cow. That's through the first six years. So we're looking to add to that once again this year, and we can't do it without your help. Um, and, and it's kind of cool because Toys for Tots has been able to grow its footprint every year thanks to uh, the generosity of everybody who donates. Um, our, our The area that we serve, uh, Riggins to Elko, Nevada, Baker City, to Jerome, Idaho. So a large footprint and a lot of families that are in need of toys. And, And once again, we're taking your donations as of right now. It's new a, it's a terrific, unwrapped toys.
3: It's a terrific cause. I mean, everybody should have some Christmas, right?
2: Yes. All right. And and some of these kids don't get a Christmas. No. I mean, they would not have a Christmas uh, if it wasn't for the, uh, arm, or the military and also all of our listeners, our sponsors, mm-hmm. helping to make this all possible. If you want to donate uh, cash or checks, you can also do that. And keep in mind, for the first time ever, If you have a uh, used bicycle, you can bring that in. Uh, Thanks to the Bicycle Project, uh, first time uh, has been a part of this, they're going to get the bikes and they're going to refurbish them as if they're brand new and send them out to kids who might not have a bike. Now, that doesn't mean you couldn't bring in a new bike, uh, but you can bring in a new bike or used bikes and uh, those will uh, get out.
3: Yeah, the it's the refurbishing uh, job is, is much quicker on the
2: new bikes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, not necessarily. Um, any of you who have put together a new bike on Christmas morning <laughs> might not agree with that. Uh, KBY Newstime is 745. Let's get a final check on what's going on with sports one more time this morning. It is uh, brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly Acuta. Don't forget they are open 7 a.m. To 2 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, open right now if you want to get in. Don't forget, they got the coffee drive through Get yourself hot coffee, iced coffee, or energy drinks. Don't even have to get out of your car at Pork Belly in downtown CUNA.
3: The Boise State women's basketball team on Saturday night got by Rutgers 68-65. That was after losing to Santa Clara Friday, 62-52, in the South Point Classic in Las Vegas. Against the Scarlet Knights, Natalie Pascoe led the Broncos with 19 points. Abby Muse had 11 points, 13 rebounds, and 4 block shots. Boise State is 5-1. They will host UC Davis Wednesday at 6.30 at Extra Mile Arena. And, of course, Nevada-Las Vegas will host Boise State in the Mountain West Championship football game Saturday at 1 p.m. at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Broncos finished in a three-way tie for first place in the conference with UNLV and San Jose State, and the tie was broken by computer rankings. Saturday's game will be shown on Fox TV. The Mountain West, by the way, has seven teams out of 12 bowl eligible. And the Boise State men's basketball team Sunday lost to Butler 70-56. to That was in the fifth place game of the ESPN Events Invitational in Orlando, Florida. That's sports.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back up Mike Casper and
1: Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
7: Shoppers are predicted to spend $12 billion online today, up 5% from last year. With inflation on their minds, shoppers are pickier than ever in their hunt for deals. Analysts say overall, the biggest discounts, up to 35%, are on toys, electronics, and clothing but Walmart is advertising discounts up to 80% off some items, while Amazon is promising new deals every five minutes throughout the day.
2: New deals every five minutes? Wow. I'm missing out. It is Cyber Monday.
3: You're (laughs) missing out 12 times an hour. I know.
2: I uh, have to admit, I I saw some of the deals uh, as I was looking through last night that were gonna be going on sale today um i in no way need a new television but it was such a great deal uh i, I almost won it it's like it was like 70 percent off and it's like well i don't need a 55 inch 4k television but this is such a good deal i almost can't turn it down so it was like, like that
3: guy that saw the he saw the sign that said uh, divorce 40 dollars, and he says i know we love each other but this is a great deal <laughs> Come on, honey. Uh,
2: cyber Monday, uh, great day for you if you want to take part in Idaho's largest toy drive. And the reason I bring that up is because um, with how quickly things get to you if you if you buy stuff through Amazon or Walmart or wherever when you do your uh, cyber shopping, if you order today, you get that great deal. Here's what you do: you buy one for whoever it is in your family, buy a second one, and you can donate it to Toys for Tots here is we do Idaho's largest toy drive because you should be able to get this quick enough if you order today should be able to be turned around and then you have it in time to deliver mm-hmm. to us before next Tuesday our final day and even if you don't the toys for tots will continue to take donations even after our toy drive uh ends next Tuesday
3: the first year i was ever I- involved in this i remember uh, a couple coming up and they just brought just armloads of toys and uh they explained to me that they do this every year they have no children but they spend the same amount of money as if they had four or five kids of their own and they do it because to them that is what gets them in the christmas spirit
2: we mentioned that earlier this morning if you're not in the christmas spirit i get it because the weather hasn't really been cooperating to you know feel christmasy uh but if you want to get yourself you know, in the christmas spirit
3: also technically it's november
2: so yeah um like the the way to get yourself in christmas spirit is taking part in Toys for Tots. I guarantee you, when you go take those uh, kids, your own kids, for instance, to go out shopping and tell them what you're doing it for, we've had so many stories uh, of people that their kids get more excited when they find out what they're doing, going and picking out toys and then dropping them off here. They get more excited for that than actually they get excited for their own toys on Christmas, which is a really cool thing. And a, a great way to start a new tradition. So, if you want to be a part of it, once again, we need new un- unwrapped toys, books, bicycles, uh, games. Yeah, who's
3: better to go with you, though, to tell you what a kid really wants?
2: Exactly. Than a kid. Than a kid, exactly. Um, so this is going to be going on. It started on Friday. Black Friday will be going on through December 5th, which, by the way, coincidentally, is St. Nicholas Day. It's the 12 days of Christmas. Toy drive will be going on 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That includes weekends, too. Um, and we'd love for you to take part. Love for you to come on out. If you have a truckload, if you have an SUV load of toys, uh, let us know when you're bringing those in. We would love to talk to you, too, uh, here, and uh, we'll be doing this. Like I said, every morning, thank you to uh, Bishop's RV, which uh, helps us in the warmth and comfort because we notice how cold it is every time somebody... (laughs)
3: Opens the door. <laughs> Opens
2: the door to come into the RV, and it's like, wow, it's cold out there. Um, but we're fortunately,
3: <laughs> not very many people open it and stand there for five minutes with it open. But
2: are you specifically talking to about one person? No. Okay.
3: I'm not talking about Nate at all. I mean, or, or anybody really. <laughs> uh,
2: so once again, we're here in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Can't miss this. Come on out and join us. Don't forget, as you are listening this morning, we are giving away Jason Aldine tickets. All you have to do is text the word Jason. J A S O N to 208 336 3700. You can get your tickets. They don't go on sale till Friday morning, so you can be the first person to get the pair of tickets coming up this morning. <laughs> I mean, you better get him back in here. Oh, okay. God. He just opened the door and left. Um, text Jason to 208 336 3700. You can get those tickets. You'll have up until 10 o'clock this morning one person will be chosen at random. Go ahead and text away. Contest
0: is underway right now. Yeah. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, Play 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. <laughs>
2: Eight oh seven, uh, Jason Ld. Try that in a small town. That's one of the songs you'll be able to hear as he comes live in concert next year, September sixth. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning at ten a.m. But guess what? Because you listen to News Talk KBOI, you have a chance to win your tickets before anybody else. Good gracious! Yes, you have a chance right now if you want to text Jason, J A S O N. Just that's it. Jason, 208-336-3700. That's all you have to do. Uh, if you've already done it, you're good. You're entered. If you haven't done it yet, you still have a chance to do that. We'll be taking entries up until 10 o'clock today. And then one person at random will be chosen to get that first pair of tickets. Win it before you buy it. They, Like I said, don't go on sale till 10 a.m. this coming Friday morning. As a matter of fact, you'll be the first person to have tickets in the entire state of Idaho. Uh, great if you want to go to the concert. Great you, for a, a stocking Have stuffer. you seen Jason Aldean in
3: concert? I have it's never a, seen it, him in it concert. It's a fantastic show. Uh,
2: very popular. Uh, yeah, this is uh, probably going to sell out. So chance to get your tickets once again. Text away right now, 208-336-3700. Just text Jason and uh, you can win those tickets this morning. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670, on your Verizon Wireless. You can also email us, Chris, at com, Mike at kboi.com. Three weeks ago, if you would ask anybody if we would have a uh, game for Boise State this weekend, uh, you probably would have got a very small doubtful minority that would say, oh, yeah, we'll be Mm -hmm. playing for the Mountain West Championship. But believe it or not, through all the turmoil and everything that has happened the injuries the uh players who have uh, player specifically um who has left the team and uh interim coach after Andy Avalos was let go the Boise State Broncos once again for the uh, sixth time in seven years find themselves playing for the Mountain West Championship amazing it is absolutely amazing um, one thing that is forgotten amongst us, and by the way, you'll be able to hear all this on News Talk KBOI, 670 AM, 93.1 FM. Kickoff is 1 o'clock from Las Vegas. This pregame week.
3: starts at 8 AM. 8 o'clock. Get up mm-hmm. and have a
2: little breakfast and uh, enjoy the pregame on News Talk KBOI. You'll be able to hear this across, by the way, all uh, of our network, whether wherever you're listening, online, streaming, whatever. And then, of course, 93.1 and 670 AM. Um, all forgotten in this, of course, is a search that is heavily underway for a new coach.
1: Uh-huh.
2: My opinion is, even if they identify the person, uh, my opinion, I don't think they're going to name them before the Mountain West Championship because could cause a lot of turmoil especially if it's not spencer danielson and yeah by the way spencer danielson is in the running in the running um and according to jeremiah there are, dickey
3: there are two reasons so far why he might be the choice
2: yeah um according to uh, jeremiah dickey the uh preliminary um search has come up with finalists and they are in the middle of interviewing those finalists. As a matter of fact, let, let's let Jeremiah Dickey uh, tell you this is this is him talking about the current search that is going on right now and where they're at. We understand
8: what our expectations are and so do the coaches that have reached out and, and those that, that were on our list and, and just excited uh, for what's next. I'm not sure there are really any true day-offs in, in a process like this. Uh, process is important to me. Due diligence. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, my job my sole purpose being the athletic director is to do what's in the best interest of this institution our student athletes and bronco nation um and i'm here to serve and you know i I take these decisions seriously i think there's a level of competitiveness Um, process is important you hear me say that a lot And, and so i want someone with a plan committed to said plan and and people are a greatest asset, someone that's going to treat people the right way and and, uh, understands the value of being a part of a team. It's not about me, it's not about an individual, it's about the collective group and those that we serve. Um, We represent something so much bigger than ourselves in terms of Bronco Nation and and, and our student athletes uh, who are a priority to us. and aligning that with someone that's, yeah, the X's and O's, everyone, you know, there are a lot of great coaches, but not everyone fits who we are as Broncos and, and, and where we're at. And, you know, with the expansion of the CFP and the opportunities that we have ahead of us and everything that we've done off the field of play, we are looking for for alignment and, and an opportunity to do something epic.
2: Search is underway. Uh, He did say uh, that the first three people that he has had interviews with uh, had a lot of passion for Boise State, as as you would hope and expect. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely hilarious to find the amateur sleuths who are trying to figure out who he is interviewing based on where private airplanes who leave Boise fly to. Um, we've had
3: Whether he's on them or not? Yeah, oh, okay. we've had
2: people go, oh, a uh, private plane left to go to Montana. Guess who lives in Montana? And then they name a couple of coaches right.
1: who
2: live within 30 miles of where the plane landed, not even knowing whether or not Jeremiah Dickey was on the plane or not. Um, but it, it's funny to watch those people try and identify mm-hmm. as super sleuths where Jeremiah Dickey is going to try and identify. Like I said, I, I don't think you're going to see an announcement before the Mountain West Championship. I could be totally our, all wrong. You know, and
3: our expectations aren't that high. All they want is somebody to come in and in their first year, like Chris Peterson,
2: go 14-0. And, yeah, uh, and And go undefeated every year. If they can do that, the coach can stay for as long as they want, which would be probably two years before they get to a <laughs> Power 5 conference. Well,
3: get offered more money to go Ye- you know, exactly. somewhere Exactly, almost else.
2: anywhere else. So, Anyway, we'll keep you up with the uh, updates on that. By the way, it is Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler will be with us coming up uh, after 8.30 this morning. And don't forget our Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette will be on the way for you this morning at about 8.55. Stick around when we come back. We've got our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Uh, once again, we've got a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza to give away. We'll get to that right after Bronco Sports today.
1: Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. question is brought to you once again by Berkshire Hathaway Home
2: Services Silverhawk Realty. A number you need to know when it comes to real estate, 208-888-4128. Richard is going to get first crack at our question today for a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza. Richard, um, all Major League Baseball umpires are required to wear the same color underwear. There's a specific reason. What is the specific reason that they're all required to wear the same color of underwear?
9: Oh, they have to wear black underwear in case they rip their pants. <laughs>
2: That is exactly it. That's it. In case they split their (laughs) pants on national television, (laughs) nobody will be able to tell. Well, except for the uh, umpire himself. Uh, yeah, that is it, Richard. Congratulations. $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza is all yours. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you. We've got Blaze Pizza to give away all this week, by the way. So if you didn't get through this morning, uh, more chances for you to win. Still more winning also going on. On the way in just about half an hour, we got the Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. If you listen to the post-game after uh, Friday's game, you know what the play is. You might be able to even guess it, even if you didn't listen. Yeah, but true. you want to be listening in here in about half an hour. We'll give you a chance to identify the play of the game and win that $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. Also, we're down to the uh, last hour and a half, last 90 minutes. If you want to be the first person to get Jason Aldean concert tickets, he'll be here September 6th at the Ford Idaho Center. Tickets go on sale Friday morning. You can be the first person in Idaho to have those tickets because we are giving away a pair Right now, and all you have to do is text Jason, J-A-S-O-N, to 208-336-3700. We'll pick one person at random from all the uh, texts that we get in to get that pair of tickets. We'll take a break. It is 8.26 when we uh, come back after news at the bottom of the hour. Bob Beeler will be with us, and we'll be talking about the surprise ending of the season, at least if you're a fan of the Boise State Broncos. Uh, we'll be talking about the uh, game on Friday and the upcoming game this Saturday for the Mountain West Championship, plus more. That's all on the way with Bronco Monday next here on News Talk KBOI.
1: This is Bronco Monday.
10: The ball is caught for a Bronco touchdown.
1: We'll discuss the most recent Boise State game and discuss the upcoming schedule. Now here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob, Bob Beeler, Beeler, on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI. 836, Bob
2: Beeler with us, not here at sportsman's warehouse he is in the studio but uh bob great to talk to you on monday morning especially after (laughs) a big win uh something that three to four weeks ago probably nobody including uh, any of the other teams in the mountain west uh would have been staring down and thinking wow boise state made it to the mountain west championship again how did that happen
10: Well, it happened, guys, because Boise State got hot at the end of the season, have won their last three games in a row. First time this season we've had a three-game winning streak. Uh, The other two were blowouts. It was uh, a hard-fought 27-19 win over Air Force, but Boise State scored on their first drive a field goal. And you know what, guys? I never felt like they were in danger of being caught by Air Force. It seemed like to me they were in control, not that it was locked away, but that you know Boise State was playing better than Air Force and was ahead. And then we got... Almost every game we needed to fall in the conference race the correct way. The uh, UNLV game was a bit scary. San Jose won, meaning the game went to computers. And then you're watching some of the other matchups. You know, I think Washington winning over Washington State was big. I think Oregon winning over Oregon State was big because Oregon State had beaten San Jose. And of course, Washington had beaten Boise State. You don't know how much other games factor in in the computer, but it was close. But Boise State finishes second in the computer. And we'll head to uh, UNLV on Saturday.
2: The uh, takeaways from the game, I I have to uh, mention, and watching Air Force over the years, it's always been a battle for Boise State. And I have to say, the one thing that impressed me, and I'm interested to get your take, um, was the dive play, that I think Boise State, absolutely took away and I think Air Force's offense if they if they can't get that dive going on first down where it picks up four or five yards every time uh it kind of shuts down the rest of their game plan doesn't it
10: it does and and I can think of two runs the one towards the very beginning of the third quarter where they popped it for 68 yards ended up scoring a touchdown on the drive and I think they had one other dive play that went for 20 yards on on the on the day so the, they did a nice job. I mean, Air Force rushed for two hundred and six yards in the game, they said, "Wow, two hundred yards rushing, but for Air Force, they need to be closer to three hundred yards rushing. It was only one yeah and also only one player was over one hundred yards, and uh, then no one else had more than twenty four I think Air, Air Force was hampered by quarterback play. I also thought later in the game when they were down, they panicked a little bit, tried to throw it. you know you 're still down one score, you, you can still stay to your game plan. But I thought Boise State not only maybe had a better game plan, but I thought executed theirs better than Air Force did.
3: Air Force, uh, uh, of course, I mean has always been a running team for years and years and years. But in the first half, I mean, you're right. Apart from that 68-yard run there uh, in the third quarter, I mean, it just didn't seem like uh, that uh, they had much going against Boise State.
10: No, and and I will say this for, for Air Force. Of course, injuries are part of the game. Boise State had players that were not in the game. But Air Force's quarterback has been out during this four-game losing streak for three of the four games, and the the starting quarterback made a difference. He, he's significantly better than the guys we saw on Friday. So uh, again, uh, you know, kudos to Boise State, but um, their offense their offense is predicated on the timing and the ability of everybody to do their job. And what you have to do on defense is the same thing. And I, I was really impressed with the defensive line. Nothing for Air Force went to the flanks, went to the sidelines. Boise State was great covering sideline to sideline, so you you could basically shut off the pitch man, which they did. And as you mentioned, other than a couple of times, the dive was really a non-factor in the game. So uh, you know, twenty-seven, nineteen. Boise State wins by eight. That extra field goal at the end by uh, by of so of fifty-two, fifty-three yards. I thought gave a lot of wiggle room in the game because instead of being up five, kind of like Colorado State where a touchdown and an extra point could beat you, in this situation by going to eight, you know, you felt like, okay, Air Force is going to have to come the length of the field, and then Air Force is also going to have to get a two-point conversion. So, And that would be only to tie. So I thought yeah. Boise State really was in good position in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, the other thing, too, that I, I think it's always important against uh, Air Force is if you can get that lead... Because if you get that lead, and especially if you can get that lead, and it it looked like for a while it was going to be a 10-point lead until that bad interception into the uh, end zone. But Air Force is just not built to come back like that.
10: No, they're, they're definitely a team that plays better from in front than trying to make a comeback because they don't pass the ball that well. They're very uncomfortable doing it. And, you know, Boise State was able to make the plays. They get an interception at the very end to steal things. Air Force, again, you know, kind of at the end would need a touchdown, need a two point conversion, and then hope the game went to overtime. But uh Boise State I thought played one of their better games and of course you have Ashton Genty popping a fifty and a seventy five yard, you know, two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, that's a nice edge.
2: Nice to have him back health. He looked fully healthy this game. We'll take a break here. It is uh, 8.42. When we come back, uh, we're going to hear from the uh, coach on his thoughts on the game. Still on the way for you. We'll also look ahead to the Mountain West Championship. That's all coming up here. It's Bronco Monday on News Talk KBOI.
1: Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI.
2: 844, Bob Beeler uh, with us once again this morning uh, talking about the latest game against Air Force. Still on the way for you. Play the game. $50 gift certificate to, to Huck House Brunchette. That's on the way just before top of the hour.
10: Um, and, uh, Bob, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into the coaches. All right, let's uh, talk about Ashton Gentry, 107 yards rushing. 118 yards receiving, becomes the first Broncos since Jeremy McNichols in 2016 to have over 100 yards in both categories. And I on the postgame show, asked Coach Danielson his thoughts on having Ashton Genty healthy in the backfield. You talk
9: about not only a phenomenal young man, but a guy that is also resilient. And he's done that too, missing two and a half games. And a guy that was also another one. I mean, you talk about the year he's having with the uncertainty with the coach and all this stuff, and he's the same thing, worked his tail off to get healthy to play last week, fighting his tail off to continue to stay healthy this week, and just does a great job not only in the production on the field, but how he works in practice. I mean, I can't
10: be prouder of Ashton Gentry. Boise State has had great performances from the kicker and the punter. Jonah Dalmas at kicker, James Ferguson-Reynolds at punter. Ferguson-Reynolds had a 70-yard punt in the fourth quarter. All three of his punts came in the fourth quarter with Boise State trying to hang on, was just huge for field position. Jonah Dalmas made that 52-yard field goal in the fourth quarter to stretch the lead to eight, and I asked Coach Danielson to talk about the two kickers and punters. Football is a game of momentum, and as
9: coaches, we're working our tail off to either A, create it, or B, if it's not going your way, find ways for your guys to stay neutral and reverse it in your favor. Um, you talk about that 70-yard punt, flipping the field, getting the crowd back into it. I mean, It's a huge momentum swing. Not only is it a field position swing, which is needed in all games, but especially against a triple option attack, but it gets the crowd into it. It flips momentum, and those plays in the game are game-changing. Not just that initial play, but that will carry on to more plays that go in your favor. And then, obviously, Joe Domus. I mean, you talk about a young man that embodies Boise State football. I mean, he has a great attitude, and all he does is go out there and just bang him through and does it for his teammates, and he's, he's also a big-time leader on our team. Um, so, once again, I just I can't be prouder of that group. Our coaches have done a great job with them, um, and just excited for them to finish this thing out.
10: Also had a chance to visit with a couple of players after the game. Tight end and offensive captain Riley Smith joined us. Boise State has had a couple of one-play drives the last couple of uh, games, and I asked him, when the team scores on one play from way, way out, does he think it kind of demoralizes the other defense? Yeah, it's
9: definitely tough on them. It makes their offense go right back out on the field, and we just carry the momentum. and uh, it's, it's a backbreaker for sure, and then they start unraveling after that. But it's definitely tough on defenses and, and teams as a whole.
10: And Again, that was Riley Smith. Braxton Feely was our defensive guest. He plays in the middle of the line at defensive tackle, and he had a tackle for loss on the very first play of the game that Air Force ran. We talked about his tackle and why the defense did so well.
9: Man, they just did a guard tackle pull, uh, and I was slanting into the center, and I was taught to sit, so I just sat, and right as I saw the dive coming, I just wrapped it up and got it done.
10: So why did you, for the most part today as a defense, do a really good job against the Air Force running game?
9: Um, I think that during the week we just practiced on doing our assignments, and... Our coaches found us to be the best in our assignments and do our job, and, and we all kind of came out and did our best at that. And so I think that's what made us victorious today.
10: I was impressed, guys, with with the defense, and and this is going to kind of take it to the next level a little bit. There were a lot of players on the field this year playing defense against Air Force that really didn't play a whole lot last year. There are people that have moved into starting roles this year. And I always think playing against that Offense the first time is the most difficult time. You get used to it as kind of as the game goes along, and you certainly get used to it from year to year. But like Braxton Feely said, he didn't play in the game last year much. So I think uh, kudos to the defensive guys. They knew their assignments and they did them well.
2: I'll also say uh, the one thing that I was really impressed with is tackling, which uh, we've seen Boise State have some problems with during the year. Uh, but I, I thought they did a great job of wrapping up in, and tackling in this game, too.
10: They also did a great job of pursuing. I mean, how many times, especially when Air Force tried to run something wide, when the play was over, were there three or four Broncos around there? I mean, it's a lot easier if there are three of us trying to knock somebody down than if somebody's trying to make the tackle one-on-one. And I thought that was maximum effort and maximum execution. Biggest uh, changes that you've seen,
2: especially over the last four weeks, can you, can you, as as somebody who is calling the games week in and week out and has been doing so all season long, can you point to one or two things that you see that is different or is there a whole bunch of different things?
10: I don't know. Just the biggest thing seems to be a little more enthusiasm when, when, when you watch the game. It seems like people are having a little more fun playing. I don't think the strategy is any different. I mean, the only, the only strategy that I can see that's a little bit different, it seems like they fair catch the kickoff a lot more or maybe even almost exclusively as opposed to trying to run the kickoff back. But, uh, you know, the, the offensive game plan, the defensive game plan, you're not going to change a whole lot in the middle of the season. So I think it's just, you know, maybe some people have gotten healthier and certainly uh, some people have improved as the year's gone along.
3: It's, it's kind of different to see the, uh, you know, the head coach leap up into the, year, uh, the air after something good happens and belly bump the guy who did it.
10: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe Spencer for the last, what, seven years has been up in the booth. Uh, he's just such a, a excitable guy, and a guy that play, uh, coaches with such passion. Hugs, high fives, people. I, I think sitting in the booth upstairs yeah. must have been tough it's, for him.
3: It's hard to imagine him sitting still. To tell you the truth,
10: yeah.
2: Uh, We'll take another break here. Uh, When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about UNLV playing at uh, Raiders Stadium uh, coming up this upcoming weekend. Uh, We'll also talk a little bit, uh, another season is underway for basketball. We'll talk about that when we come back as uh, Bronco uh, Monday continues next.
1: Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI.
2: Day 53, Bob Dealer, with us once again. It is Bronco Monday. Let's talk a little bit about the upcoming game this Saturday, Bob.
10: Yeah, UNLV comes in with a record of 9-3. They lost their first home game uh, this past uh, Saturday against San Jose State. But this is a team with a new head coach this year, Barry Odom. The nine wins is the most since 1984 when their quarterback was Randall Cunningham, who went on to a successful NFL career with the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got a redshirt freshman quarterback in Jaden Mayaba. and he is a guy that can run and he can pass. They have four running backs that they will rotate in and out, and they may have the best receiver in the league in Ricky White. 17, excuse me, 76 catches this season for over 1,300 yards, and their defense has been solid. Uh, they use a 4-3 defensively. Uh, they've given up more yardage through the air than on the ground this season, although they're somewhat balanced. Uh, Watching what I saw Saturday, I like Boise State in this matchup. Uh, But again, sometimes when you watch just one game of somebody, you don't get a full feel of what they look like. And obviously, it was not one of their better games of the season against San Jose State.
2: You uh, can look at the uh, strengths, too, that you see with uh, UNLV and uh, one of the weaknesses Boise uh, State has had this year. Of course, in the defensive uh, secondary protecting against the pass, um what do you expect there
10: well i think they'll try to get the ball to white downfield as i gave you the numbers he's he's perhaps the top receiver in the conference uh he and 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 horton at colorado state but i think a moving quarterback is going to be a challenge uh and and their running backs they all look kind of the same it's a lot like utah state i think these guys are better than utah state's running backs but the idea that they bring people in and out at running back and it doesn't seem like there's you know, much difference as far as you know, who's, who's better or who's worse. So uh, stopping the run is going to be a key. And then, and then again, one major, major threat is a receiver in, in white. Yeah, I hope they're a lot like Utah State. That'd yeah. be great. Oh, I think um, they play a little better than that.
2: <laughs> I have not checked the recent line. However, uh, Boise State, which is kind of surprising because this is at UNLV's home field, uh Boise State opened up as uh three and a half point favorites uh early uh line um and I haven't checked latest line so far to see if that has changed at all but it was kind of surprising to see Boise State open as a favorite
10: yeah I mean these teams are pretty evenly matched I think you know Boise State I think has played a little tougher schedule UNLV did play Michigan their best non-conference win was against Vanderbilt the game was played in Las Vegas Um, I think Boise State has played more of the better teams in the Mountain West than UNLV has. I think it should be a great game. Hope they have a good crowd. They've traditionally, at least this season, been only selling tickets in the lower of the two sections in the stadium. Uh, The Raiders, of course, play there as well. But, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to seeing the stadium. I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Real quickly, don't have a lot of time here, but uh, let's talk a little bit about basketball. Um, not a great, successful road trip. I think the total road trip uh, ended up 1-3. One, one and three.
10: Yeah, they, uh, they lost at Clemson last Sunday, and they went down to Florida, lost their first game to Virginia Tech. It was close. They were ahead quite a bit. Uh, then they won against uh, Virginia Commonwealth. That game was close. It went back and forth. And then yesterday just did not shoot the ball well against Butler, losing 70-56, to 56. Uh, Butler shot 52%, Boise State way down in the low 30s at 32%. So uh, I think they would have liked to have had a better showing in the tournament in Orlando. Yeah, they couldn't buy a bucket as uh, as of it's, yesterday. It's
3: been a tough pregame. It's going to
10: be in tough
3: in the next game, too. Yeah,
10: the next game is Friday night. It's over in that new arena in Idaho Falls against a very good St. Mary's team. So Coach Rice has definitely scheduled hard this year and then it'll soften up a little bit after that game as we get a string of about four or five home games yeah. in a row. All
2: right, Bob, uh, look forward to the call coming up this Saturday. Pre-game gets underway, 8 a.m. in the morning, uh, kickoff 1 o'clock. As we uh, get ready to take a break, news coming up next to the top of the hour, but of course, as usual, we have the play of the game. Do you know what the play of the game was? 208-336-3700. Go ahead and call right now. First person to get the play of the game correct has a $50 gift certificate to
0: Huck House Brunchette. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: 9.06 into the final hour here this morning of the uh, show. And as we uh, went to break with Bronco Monday, I told you we had the play of the game ready to go. Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette up for grabs Ellen, you're going to get first crack at identifying. My first question uh, to you is first of all, did you listen to the post game? Uh, yes, I did. That's, <laughs> ha- that's half the battle, Ellen. Right. What What was the Treasure Valley play of the game? Uh, it was the interception by Canijo. Interception by Canijo. I'm sorry, that was not it, Ellen. Keep trying. All right, uh, line two, Melissa. Um, did you listen to the uh, post game? Um, no, I did not. You're gonna guess at it. We've actually had winners I who have
7: am. guessed at it before. All I right, am. it's between two, two. Um, I'm gonna guess second quarter. Uh, Taylor Green pass to Ashton Gentry for the 75 yard touchdown. Let's take a listen.
10: Under center this time is Green. Genty is the lone back. They're going to fake it to Genty. Green still with it. Flat pass out in the flat to Genty. Made the catch. First down and more. Into the clear. To the 40. To the 50. To the 40. Hurdles a man. To the 30. To the 20. To the 10. Five. Touchdown. Aston Genty. 75 yards on the screen pass. Wow. Another one play drive. We had two of them last time. And Boise State stretches the lead to 16 to 3.
2: Woo. There you go, Melissa! Congratulations,
3: nice guess. Woo-hoo. Yeah,
2: you got the uh, fifty dollars gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. Hold on the line. Uh, we'll get some more information from you. Uh, by the way, uh, with the game happening this weekend, we have another Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game coming up next year Monday morning. So, not only do you want to listen to the game, but you want to listen to the post game mm-hmm. and pay special attention because they give you what the play of the game is if you uh listen in to the post game here on KBOI, so make sure you're listening in and then monday morning get ready we'll have another uh great fifty dollar gift certificate for food with the treasure valley subaru play of the game we are live broadcasting once again for uh the seventh annual uh idaho's toy, largest toy drive nate shaman has been out here uh since friday he kicked things off um on Black Friday, and we have been taking toys left and right, and it's great to see toys coming in uh, on Monday morning. I know it's yes. a little bit difficult after a four-day weekend uh, for people to get up, get going. You got kids going back to school, going to work, but we've had people dropping stuff off this morning,
4: and and, and that's what you can do too. You know, if you want to get you want to get those toys out of the house, you can put them in your car. The uh if you just remember, put them in your car for the morning and uh, drive them by here. We open up everything at 6 a.m. because uh, that's when you guys start, and uh, the, we go until 7 p.m. So feel free to do it. We've had people drop off bikes, and that's something that we've learned over time. You know, this this thing has grown based on the uh, uh, based on learning how the Toys for Tots program works. We the the, the mission is new, ungift wrapped toys. Books, right. right? The only used item in good condition that the Marines really do take are books, all right. Because as long as it's as long as it's in a good condition, yeah. yeah. You know, you, not marked up, so on and so forth. dog But people do over time drop stuff off that is, you know, used. And the Marine Corps doesn't throw anything out here. The mission doesn't throw anything out. They they, they repurpose them. There's other charities that do take used them. But when it came to bicycles. Well, the Boise Bicycle Project actually specializes in taking used bikes, so they can refurbish it, so they can fix it up, you know, and, and um, you know give those away because uh, they have five hundred uh, wishes that they want to fill, right. and they have artists and, and people that people that do all that stuff, so they love it. Uh, Meridian and Mayor Robert Simison stopped by
2: already this with morning his,
4: with his full box of toys. And uh, dropped them off, and there was another nice lady that dropped off uh, bags full of toys this morning, so keep it, keep it coming, guys.
2: You know, you uh, mentioned the mayor dropping things off. That's kind of the cool thing to uh, see here with this going on. Um, when you get, you know, the mayors getting involved, you get uh, Idaho legislators well, who get involved...
4: You know, in the afternoons, uh, you guys have to follow rules in the morning because the boss is a jerk. (laughs) But in the afternoons, um, whoever the host is of that show, uh, apparently, uh, I, I don't know if what he did is legal. And I'll talk to the guy later. I don't know. I can't remember his name offhand. Um, Who can? Yeah. (laughs) Hey.
2: (laughs) I can tell you one person who can. uh, The person at Sportsman's Warehouse. Yeah. Who? (laughs) What? Who Who thought? Who thought 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 I was Nate
4: (laughs) There's no way. There's no way that made my day. Thank you. I um, think
2: I think that's Nate Schmidt.
4: No, it's not. So Michael Hahn and uh Robert Simison ran for mayor and I told uh I told them that I would give them a half hour on air if they agreed to fill a box of toys. <laughs> wow. And Michael Hahn dropped his uh box off I think on Friday, if not Saturday, forgive me. Um but uh we 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 also had uh the the challenger and eagle uh Stan Ridgway drop his uh box off full of toys. Um we still have uh J- Janet Burke if you're listening uh, <clears throat> we you have until December 5th <laughs> until we send until we send you to collections and uh you don't want to go to the Nate Shellman uh association of collections uh Jason Pierce the bureau uh same for uh, now he's a little busy with the runoff yeah but uh he did come in we we gave him time and uh he's agreed to fill a box full of toys and um, you know that it, it's just been fun. I mean, the whole the whole idea behind this is just fun. It's the most fun work I do in a year. Um, and I mean, radio's already fun. Mm-hmm. But you guys can all be a part of it. This has grown because of the audience. You know, the the Marines are able to help out more families, more kids, right. because of the generosity of the uh, of the audience. That's the only way this thing has grown.
2: And it is cool to see the people that take part we we mentioned a little bit uh, earlier and we've had stories over the years about families who take their young kids Mm -hmm. to go shopping and how they've come back and said they get more excited for this going shopping for kids in need than they and and buying that stuff in the store than they do for when Santa delivers toys to their house on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's what all this is about. This, if you get them started at a young age, it's cool to watch them, they become ingrained, it becomes ingrained, and, and this is their thing too.
3: If you're not in the mood for Christmas, if you're one of those people that just doesn't get in the mood for Christmas, maybe right. you're kind of a Grinch, maybe it's a money thing, whatever it is, you a little stress, this is the place where you can
4: get your Christmas spirit back or get it for the first time and you could stop into the tent you know we it's 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 a warm tent uh we we have a as, nice as, nice as, as tents go yeah. yes we we have a nice christmas setup thanks to scandinavian designs uh in there we have a christmas tree in there we have chairs uh we we have um uh we we have coffee um they're uh, running out of coffee but we, we, it's it th- you know th- thanks to Scandinavian designs for not only being partners with us on this but also being partners of the Marine Corps and donating their warehouse you know we're, we're in, in their outlet store to use for sorting and distribution of all these toys which,
2: which is a big thing with as yes. many toys of coming in
4: yes uh, and by the way thanks to Micron for their volunteers as well uh, there's volunteers out there right now going to different businesses gathering toys and wherever you see a toys for tots box. You know, if you don't want to stop out here, we'd love to see you. We'd yeah. love to shake your hand. We'd love to wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, but, if, you know, if it's not convenient for you out there in Canyon County, you can stop by Canyon Marine, Idaho Marine. You can stop by any Albertsons. You can stop by any, uh, any, any Walmart Supercenter. Uh, if you're in Meridian, uh, same thing. Uh, you could also stop by Toy Town. Uh, which A lot of people love getting toys at Toy Town. Uh, bricks and minifigs right up the road from... Uh, exactly, right. right. Yeah. Very close to where I live. Yeah.
2: I will also remind you that if you want to stop in, uh, and a huge thank you to Sportsman's Warehouse, because they give up so many of their parking spots during their busiest time of the year to allow us to be out here. They have a lot of toys mm-hmm. inside Sportsman's Warehouse where you just have to walk in and then walk across the street, donate them.
4: Well, it's, it's actually Meridian Crossroads who, yeah. who, who, uh, who have uh, agreed to give this up uh and uh we found that out one year yeah uh <laughs> well,
2: you know i'll tell Found that art the hard way i will tell i will
4: tell the story of how toy drive has evolved in the different ways <laughs> one day when, I've, when i when i've had sleep um but it, it's it's all fun when people realize what we're doing here and what the purpose is everyone's on board with it
2: well we're at the point right now too that we have uh, another 8 days mm-hmm. to go Um, You're at the point now where if you have a group uh, of people, if you have a business, you still have time. Oh yeah! Tell your have your people bring in toys, and then bring that truckload or whatever it is mm-hmm. during one of the either mornings or afternoons to drop it off. So you can take part specifically. I mean, if you have a large family, say, hey, we're, we're gathering up these toys for the uh, Idaho's largest toy drive. Bring them off by this date so we can drop them off. So you still can get your groups uh, together to get toys for us.
3: And if shopping is a problem for you, hey, we take donations.
4: Yes, we do. Cash, check, make the checks out to uh, Toys for Tots. One thing that Scott over at Harold's Auto Body does is he works with everybody he does business with. And he's done this for seven years. And he's been filling up vehicles full of toys. Uh, Every dealership, every paint supplier, every parts supplier... They send him money, and he sends his kids out. He sends his wife and kids out, and and, and, and they, they find deals. Uh, they they you know they Google everything, and you know all of it, and they have a blast doing it. So, like you said, if you have a card group, if you have a golf group, if you have a bowling group, if you have a reading club, if you have a church group, if you have a youth group, you strength in numbers, toys in numbers,
2: yes. All right, um, continuing uh, with the show when we come back, um, we've got Jason Aldean tickets. Would you like to win those? We'll give you all the details when we come back after this. I was supposed to have those. Shellman
4: here inviting all of you to be a part of Idaho's largest toy drive going on right now at Sportsman's Warehouse on Fairview in Meridian on News Talk KBOI.
2: Nine thirty-five. He's Chris Walden. I'm Mike Casper, and we are broadcasting live once again. It is the seventh annual Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots. Taking your donations once again, bring them right here to Sportsman's Warehouse. That's where once again we are located, and we'll be here till uh, Tuesday, December fifth. Every morning, six a.m. till seven p.m. at night, you'll be able to bring a new unwrapped toy, book, bike. Right here. Drop them off. Uh, You won't even have to get out of your vehicle if you don't want to. We've got people to unload your vehicle for you.
3: All the help you need is right here, and it's a great cause.
2: Yes, it is. So once again, we started early this morning, and we'll continue every day. We're not even halfway through yet. So uh, if you were thinking, dang it, I missed out, no, you haven't missed it yet. Uh, Drop those toys by, and we'll be taking those donations throughout the rest of the day. Also throughout the rest of uh, this hour, all right, you got about 24 more minutes. If you want to get those Jason Aldean tickets, you'll be the first person in Idaho to have them. He'll be here next year for Idaho host center september 6th the tickets go on sale friday morning at 10 a.m so they're not even available to purchase as of yet but we have a free pair for you right now just text the word jason That's J-A-S-O-N, 208-336-3700. Like I said, you've got about 24 more minutes. Um, uh, We'll cut that off right at 10 o'clock, and then we'll choose one person at random from all the texts that we received this morning to get that first pair of tickets. We'll have tickets all week to give away. Nate Shellman will have tickets. Um, This is the radio station. If you want to get those tickets before you buy them, make sure you're listening in here to News Talk. So we were going to break. We were talking about uh, airlines flying around the country. 7,000 flights got canceled yesterday. Or not
3: flying around the country.
2: (laughs) Some people may not be home from the Thanksgiving uh, holiday because that Sunday, pretty much the busiest day. It's not the Wednesday before because people are flying out Monday, Mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But everybody wants to be home in time to get back to work Monday. Some of them didn't make it as of yesterday. Uh, Also wanted to talk about this. This came out. Just before um, the uh, everybody was taking off for the Thanksgiving holiday, um, kind of surprising, uh, Sonia Labosco is the director of the air marshals National Council, um, and last week uh, had some interesting information that the uh, that she gave out that uh, air marshals right now um, not necessarily sitting on the flights following terrorists, making sure that the bad guys you know don 't Take over a plane mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, instead, uh, they're doing something specific. Um, they're now following every single person who flew into the D.C. area around January sixth of twenty twenty-one. Is that right? Even if they did not go to the Capitol or anywhere near the U.S. Capitol, uh-huh. just if so, if they flew in for a job interview.
3: Or to visit their relatives. Or to
2: visit their relatives. Apparently, they're
7: being followed. Take a listen. We're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What
0: do you mean by that you're following January 2021 people? What does that mean?
7: That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the National Capital Region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out.
0: So you're saying that air marshals are now, following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all.
7: Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capitol region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What do those people know that they're on this list? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the QADIS's on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country.
3: She doesn't seem to be bragging about it. She seems to almost be complaining about it.
2: She doesn't seem like she's happy. That, by no. the way, uh, you heard talking there, Sonia Labasco, she is the director of the Air Marshal's National Council.
3: But you almost heard there a couple of times, well, we're not following any bad guys. So, hey, bad guys, uh, you know, big break <laughs> for you. Come on down to the airport.
2: So free I- passes. If you were uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, around January 6th of 2021, for whatever reason, whether you were—and we have a number of people from Idaho who were there, obviously for the uh, rally—but well, yeah. if you were there, even didn't have anything to do with the rally, you didn't—you didn't sightseeing, visit. Yeah, business, sight, relatives. Guess what? You're being—you're being followed right now by the uh, air marshals because apparently you're on some list that you possibly could be, maybe, might be. Um, someone who could wow. be uh, a danger.
3: I mean, it was January, so nobody's there to see the commanders play. <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> you, have so, to
3: make, you have to make the postseason to play in January.
2: So, I mean, this is, this is people who have been followed for the last three years who have never committed a crime. And apparently...
3: And we're making sure of it. Good for us.
2: I guess, I guess the good deal is that must mean that we don't have to worry about terrorists on airplanes anymore, because if we did, uh, the air marshals would be concentrating no. on that instead of following she, Americans she, she around. Just, she
3: just said, we have to worry about terrorists. We don't have to worry about people who weren't doing anything in January two years
2: ago. <laughs> I guess uh, maybe the good news is that if they're following the other people on the airplane, at least they're still on the plane. And if something on that plane does, you know, happen that.
3: Supposedly, there are two on every flight. I didn't even know that. I read that just the other day.
2: Two on every flight?
3: Two. uh, And
2: if I remember. Air marshals, yeah. They don't even know who the other person is. And there are some
3: air marshals that just hang around the airport and don't ever leave.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of surprising I suppose news. More
3: technically, they're ground marshals, but never
2: mind. <laughs> that uh, came out just before, and it's nice to know that you know nothing, nothing happened uh, other yeah. than the. The fact that people got their flights canceled. But that had to do more with uh, weather than uh, anything else. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, once again, 7th Annual Idaho's lord- largest toy drive. Um, we're broadcasting live in front of Sportsman's Warehouse once again today. Um, looking for your new unwrapped toys, books, bicycles. Um, and this is uh, a way for you to be involved and help over 15,000 kids and families in need. Um, church groups supported uh, by Toys for Tots, including the Salvation Army, Boise Rescue Mission, other charity groups. Um, in the first six years, by the way, you, along with uh, all of the people who take part in this, have helped put together 53-foot trailers 14 and a half times. Wow. Wow. That's not counting this year so far. We're hoping to. Uh, I think we did three and a third trailer fulls last year. See, add that up, carry the two. That's, that's a lot. It is a lot of toys. See, how
3: fast thousands
2: and thousands <laughs> of toys. Um, looking for you to be a part of this once again. Um, and a huge thank you. because. Without you, we couldn't do it. But also without our sponsorships, uh, it wouldn't be possible either. So um can't say enough about Idaho Central Credit Union, who has been sponsoring this since the very first year. Seven-year sponsor, Scandinavia Designs. It's their second year. They also donate the warehouse to the USMC for Toys for Todd sorting and uh, distribution, Weathertight Roofing, Kendall Auto Group, Idaho Marine, and uh, Canyon Marine. We, we have uh, word that they're looking to fill an entire pontoon boat full of toys and uh, tow that that in. You know? uh that would be a pontoon boat is for... there a
3: standard pontoon size
2: uh no, i don't think so i think i think it uh it, it could be anywhere from a, an 18 foot to a 27 foot wow. it probably depends on how many toys they get all together i guess but that's what they're looking to bring in this year um they've always in the past uh brought in b- a boat boat full of toys before Pontoon boat would be a little bit bigger One, than some of the boats they brought dang, in sweet the past. Pontoon,
3: as they say.
2: And a huge thank you, uh, once again, to Bishop's RVs because uh, it makes it very comfortable for us to be able to broadcast live uh, where we're going to be here every day from now until December 5th taking part in uh, Idaho's largest toy drive. If you have uh, more information that you need, feel free to get a hold of us. Uh, Mike at com. Chris at KBOI.com. Um, you can also get uh, a hold of the uh, loudest, most uh, obnoxious Santa's helper, uh, Nate at KBOI.com, <laughs> if you need more information on how you can get involved and be a part of this worthwhile event with News Talk KBOI.
0: Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike
1: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: once again, broadcasting live uh, from the Bish's RV in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. 7th Annual Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots. Going on, underway, uh, just getting underway for the uh, day today. Already uh, starting to get toys, starting to roll in this morning. Thank you to everybody who has donated so far. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Uh, text message in at 208-336-3700 from Kenny and Cunis says, Good morning, fellas. Just want to say y'all are doing an amazing job. This is such a great cause, and I'm so glad I don't have to listen to Nate brag about the Bronze- Browns winning a game this weekend. <laughs> Go Cowboys! <laughs> Yeah, he's not doing a lot of bragging on the Browns. He,
3: he will tell you about a, an NFL first, though, if you want to know about it. Yeah,
2: just ask him about that. Oh, yeah. At first, it's never happened in the history of the NFL, if you'd like to do that. Until yesterday. <laughs> uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, we, you, you realize we have uh, another debate going on this week, don't you? We do. Little little bloom off this rose, however, because uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom are going to be debating coming up uh, this coming Thursday.
3: Oh. Um, so it'll be very bicoastal. It,
2: it's kind of interesting that you've got a person who isn't running for president mm-hmm. debating a person who is running for president who keeps losing uh, support. In uh, polling numbers, uh, both of those two—I—I I, I don't wow, even know why they put this together. To tell you
3: the truth, it's practically like a publicity stunt.
2: Practically, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but who knows? There are people who still believe, due to polling numbers uh, of Joe Biden, that Joe Biden will not be running for president next year, even though he keeps saying, "Oh no, I'm going to be—I'm running for president." So to those
3: people, at least, Newsom is a player.
2: Newsom could be a player, which. Why Why would somebody be debating a presidential candidate who isn't running for president if at least he wasn't at some time possibly thinking about maybe running? I don't know. Right? Boredom. I don't, I don't think he's bored. I mean, he's got a lot of crap going on in his own state that I, I think he yeah, it is a be trying to handle. It is
3: a state with 38 million people, yeah. so it seems like there should be some seems stuff like to do. Seems
2: like he's got another job to do, but um, that debate will be going on Thursday. I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit more. Uh, about that don't forget we're into the final few minutes if you want to text jason j-a-s-o-n text jason right now you've got seven more minutes and one person out of everybody that we have received the uh, text from is going to get their tickets this is the first pair of tickets you'll be the first to have them they don't go on sale until uh, this coming friday morning at 10 a.m jason aldean will be here on September 6th, Ford Idaho Center next year. So if you want to get those tickets, final chance. If you've already texted, you're fine. If you haven't texted, you still have a few more minutes. As uh, we wrap things up uh, here this morning, uh, one more time, I wanted to bring in Staff Sergeant Justin Steele. What a great name. Well, thank you. Staff Sergeant Justin Steele. That's a powerful name. Um, I and think for- Sergeant
3: Steele should be a comic book. <laughs> that sounds fantastic to
2: me. <laughs> um,
5: I'll get my writers on that. Okay.
2: You've been a part of this uh, toy drive for three years. However, this is your first year in Idaho. Now, some of the questions that we're getting, and I wanted to bring you in, um, for people that want to help out. And you may may have some people that's like, man, I'd love to be a part of this, but I barely have enough money for myself. But I still want to give. How, How would somebody go about being able to take part in this and helping out the Marine Corps on their mission? The
5: best way to volunteer is to go to boise-id.toysfortots.org. And not only can you look into volunteer opportunities there, uh, also if you are looking for, if if you're looking to apply to get toys um, for for your children, that's also where where you'd go about doing that.
2: So um, once again, give the website out. I want to make sure everybody is able to get that because that's two different reasons that you can do it. If you want to volunteer and if you're a family in need, this is the same website for both, correct? Yes. Okay, go yes. ahead and give so that, that out is, one more time. I want to make sure everybody gets a chance.
5: That is boise-id.toysfortots.org.
2: Uh, Sergeant Staff Sergeant Justin Steele, thanks for uh, being with us a couple times here this morning. Appreciate uh, everything you're doing. Um, we're going to be talking, I'm sure, with you uh, more throughout the week because we're going to be here uh next Tuesday. But uh, great to meet you this morning and uh, continue the fine work you're doing.
5: Thank you very much for having me, and thank you everyth- for everything that you're doing for, for the organization and-, and for the cause.
2: That'll wrap it up from here. Don't forget, Jason Aldean, text to win right now. We'll have another pair of tickets tomorrow morning, too.
3: And we have about a minute to go, actually.
2: Oh, do we? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been fabulous if we had gotten out right at that time. (laughs) Yes, we got about another minute here to go. Wow, you you didn't talk over the top of anybody right there. Uh, So once again, if you want to text that in, you've got uh, just four and a half more minutes. Uh, Text Jason, 208-336-3700 if you want to get in. Uh, Coming up tomorrow morning, one of the things we're going to be talking about, this is a uh, big change for those of you who like to uh, get paid for stuff that you sell on PayPal and Venmo. Um, We had talked about this earlier this year. Remember when we said that uh, IRS, you're going to have to report anything $600 or more? Good news for uh, people who uh, hated that new rule. It has been changed, and it's been changed by a bunch. We'll tell you about that, plus a whole lot more as we broadcast live once again from the Sportsman's Warehouse tomorrow morning.